to an article called 13 Costs of Owning a Cat. I thought this would be kind of funny, but the thing is, a lot of people don't actually understand this, but having pets is not actually cheap. And depending on the behavior of cats too, or dogs or whatever, it can actually start to eat a lot of your money. So let's get right into it. So house cats may be known for their aloofness and low maintenance attitude, but they're not cheap. Here's what you can expect to spend if you plan on adopting a new furry best friend. So the person who wrote this is Ravon V. Stinson. They party all night and sleep all day, and no, this isn't a generalization on college students, but the life of the house cat or, well, at least mine. According to the 2021-2022 National Pet Owners Survey conducted by the American Pet Products Association, 45.3 million American households own a cat. And due to COVID-19, adoptions have increased in some metro areas as folks look for companionship while staying mostly at home. However, just as with human children, the cost to bring home and care for your fur baby can really add up. You need to consider vaccinations, food, litter, and a host of other recurring and one-time expenses. For example, according to APPA, you can expect to spend $326 a year on food and treats alone. And that's assuming your cat isn't a picky eater or needs a special diet. To give you a realistic picture of how much owning a cat will cost you, we've interviewed veterinarians in over industry research and sprinkled in insights gleaned from our own railroad experiences. Living with cats, take a look. Oh, by the way, personal story. So, my dad bought basically these like two or three thousand dollar like furniture, like set thing, right? From like rooms to go. Nice chairs, got cup holders, they're like recliners, right? Super legit has like leather and like just super comfortable, right? You could literally just sit down on it and just pass out, right? Well, he was watching cats, my sister's cats, and these cats pissed, peed on those chairs, which if you don't know this, cat pee, you can't really get rid of, right? Meaning these chairs were destroyed, Right? Like, you can't really get rid of cat pee. So that's why those are just down the drain. Like, that's like thousands of dollars just down the drain just from a cat peeing on a chair, right? On furniture. And, like, a lot of people don't think about this, but this is a very real possibility that could actually happen to you where you have a super nice cat that just randomly pees on a furniture right or maybe they're sick and they just pee the only problem is cat pee is so strong and is like the way it's like like the chemicals within like cat pee is so different than like basically any other animals that it just for some reason if a cat pees somewhere that area is destroyed right that's why it's so hard to like fix up a house as well that has had cats live in it because it's almost something like you can't even really get rid of the stench from it as well. So let's get right into it. So number one, adoption expenses. 
Unless you happen to stumble upon a box of kittens or notice a friendly stray in your neighborhood, your very first cost of owning a cat likely will be the adoption fee. How much depends on where you're adopting it from. So if you're adopting from a local shelter, you should set aside as much as $200, according to Claudine Civit, a doctor of veterinary medicine in Manhattan, Kansas, and a veterinarian consultant at CatPet.club, a cat enthusiast website. And this price typically covers medical screenings, vaccines, and spaying it or neutering prior to adoption. However, you can get around this cost. Adoption centers and shelters often waive adoption fees at certain times of the year. For example, the Animal Foundation in Las Vegas waived adoption fees for its Clear the Shelters event this past August. You may also be eligible for a discount on adoption fees if you're a veteran, a senior, or participate in a BOGO event where you can get two cats for the price of one adoption fee, often for bonded pairs. So if you decide to get your cat from a breeder, the price to adopt can run into the thousands of dollars for certain breeds, and this may not include vaccines or the cost to spay, neuter the animal. Number two, spay, neuter costs. For those who did stumble upon that box of kittens or let a stray cat into your home, you're responsible for getting your animal spayed, neutered, and vaccinated. Surgery can cost up to $300, according to Severt. And according to Lindsay Hamrick, Companion Animals Public Policy Director at the Humane Society of the United States, some cities offer surgery vouchers for low-income families to cover their entire cost of spay-neuter surgery, while other locales have low-cost spay-neuter clinics for community members that bring costs down to $100 or less. For example, Emancipet, a group of non-profit pet clinics based in Austin, Texas, offers spay-neuter surgeries for $69 and also has periodic free days in which members of the community are able to receive these services at no cost. So the Humane Rescue Alliance in Washington, D.C. offers spay-neuter services for $100 to spay a female cat and $65 for a male cat. You can find low-cost clinics by asking your local veterinarian or animal shelter, or you can check out the PetSmart Charities database that lists PetSmart spay-neuter clinics across the country. Number three, vaccinations. You want to keep your cat vaccinated against rabies, feline distemper, and an upper respiratory disease known as feline viral Rhinotracheitis. According to PetCareRx.com, you'll spend as much as $80 on core vaccinations for kittens in their first year, and after that, vaccination costs drop to roughly $50 a year for a healthy feline. But, you know, we all love a pretty fat cat. So as with spay-neuter costs, you should do a quick internet search for low-cost animal health clinics, that offer vaccinations. If you're adopting, your adoption center may alert you to such clinics as mine did. Number 413, routine exams and emergency visits. So taking your cat to the vet for his annual checkup is relatively cheap. According to carecredit.com, a routine vet exam costs $55 
and you can keep this cost stable by making sure you're not overfeeding your fluffy friend. Cats are susceptible to becoming obese, and while the internet loves chubby cats, it's bad for the health in your wallet. That is true. You gotta love to look at them, but you gotta feel sad at the same time because you know they're not doing so well. Because also, like, have you ever seen like a video of like a super fat cat? And it has like little baby paws, like their paws are like so tiny, right? You're like, oh man, like how are you even holding up your weight? You're so fat. So if your cat needs emergency care, all bets are off when it comes to the cost of care, especially if it swallows something it shouldn't have, such as plastic or a ribbon that may require surgery. Number five of 13, dental costs. Just as you visit the dentist regularly for cleanings, you're more than likely going to need your cat's teeth cleaned at least once in its lifetime. Depending on where you live and on your cat's age and the condition of its teeth and gums, you might spend $70 to $400 for teeth cleaning according to carecarday.com. This price does not include other oral health care such as tooth removal. Now, I think like one of the best recommendations for this is like get them the treats that like specifically help clean their teeth number six and 13 food and litter so here's the thing if you've ever owned a cat before you know this is the case because the cat food isn't too bad it's the litter right and depending on how many cats you actually have litter costs can get crazy okay So food and litter will be the bulk of your annual expenses for your cat, and how much you spend depends on the kind and brand of food you want to give your cat, wet, dry, or a mix, and the type of litter you they prefer. Typically, if you decide to feed your cat a mostly raw diet, it's going to cost you. So my cost for food and litter are an average $60 a month or $720 a year. Each month, I order one, 8.5 pound jug of Tidy Cat Lightweight Glade Scented Clumping Litter and three 24-can cases of 3-ounce cans of Fancy Feast from pet supplier Chewy.com. I save close to 5% by participating in the site's auto-ship program, which ships my order at a predetermined time each month, and I can edit my order to include extra toys or treats or cancel a month if needed. That sounds like a branded, like, like, a sponsored deal right then and there, but like if this if they're actually doing this, that's cool. Number seven of thirteen toys to help keep your furniture from being scratched up and to keep your kitty engaged, you want to play with them a lot, and that means buying toys, but don't go overboard. Cats have pretty cheap taste in toys on average, I spend roughly twenty five dollars a year on cat toys, and that includes the trusted feather toy. If you want to spend $0 a year on cat toys, just wait until your next delivery of, well, anything, and your cat will have fun with an empty box, packing paper, or empty bag. For more furry fun, you can also chase your cat around your residence. I believe there was, like, years and years ago, which might still exist, is, like, a YouTube channel of, like, a cat called, I think, Maru, or Maru-chan, but I think Maru. And it's like this a cat, I think, in like Japan, where all this cat does is play with boxes. Like that's literally the whole channel. 
a cat playing with boxes and it like jumps into boxes it like you know tackles boxes it like you know goes and like slides on his chubby belly into a box right to where it looks like it's like in a pringles can almost like it's very interesting like cats for some reason like boxes a lot number eight of 13 furniture protection to protect your furniture, you want to invest in double-sided sticky tape known as sticky paws. Cats in general can't stand for their paws to be stuck on surfaces, so sticky paws will eventually deter your cat from destroying your nice couch and chairs. You can purchase a 32.8 foot roll at pet supply website Chewy.com for as little as $9. In addition to the sticky paws, you also want to invest in cardboard scratching posts. This will cost you about $120 a year or $10 a board as they need to be replaced often. So seven ways, blah, blah, blah. Nine of 13 pet insurance. Just like humans have health issues, says does, so does Garfield. And if you're worried about an, uh, an accident draining your pockets, you may want to consider pet insurance while your cat is still relatively young and healthy. So according to new findings from Advisor Smith, business research firm, the average cost of pet insurance for a cat is just over $20 per month. However, the cost varies depending on the insurer, the breed of your cat, and where you live. For example, a Russian blue cat costs roughly $34 per month to insure, whereas a domestic short hair costs about $26 per month. And if you're going based on location, insurance costs around $46 a month New York. New York versus just over $24 in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma. So before selecting a policy, consider its deductible, the annual maximum payout, and the reimbursement rate for covered services. The policy typically covers preventative services such as routine vet exhibits. Now here's the thing that you're going to have to like really sit down and think about, right? How important is insurance for your animal? Like, this is like a personal thought, right? Because the thing is, for the majority of the time, your animal is most likely not really going to be dealing with like any like emergencies. So paying the insurance is going to cost more than actually you just paying out of pocket for all this stuff, right? So, for example, paying for insurance for a pet would make sense if if your money is tight, right? So, for example, if you have barely any money in savings, then it makes sense to have insurance on your pet because you have no extra cash to actually pay for any sort of emergency, right? But... If you're on the path to getting out of debt, which you could check out 40 boxcom to get out of debt, right? You can actually set up basically a separate emergency fund just for your animal so that let's say something were to happen, you would have some cash that could potentially pay for it, right? So let's say that like your emergency fund, right, after you're out of debt is like three to six months of expenses, right? Well, you could build a separate emergency fund for your dog or cat that could be like two grand or three grand and that's like a lifetime emergency fund right because for the most part you're not really going to ever have to dip into there unless like for some reason your cat jumps off like a table lands on a box 
awkwardly trips off of it and then snaps their ankle somehow, right? Like, for the most part, you're not really going to have to worry about too much of anything. But even if you do, it should never really cost more than two grand, right? For, like, the majority of any emergency when it comes to a pet, right? Because after a certain point, then you got to start to really consider, okay, does it make sense to really keep your pet still alive? Because let's just say, for example... That an emergency happens and, you know, like your cat needs like a $10,000 surgery or something to keep it alive, right? Well, what's the quality of life that cat actually going to have? And does it even make sense for them to keep it alive if it's going to be suffering throughout the whole time and cost $10,000? So it's something that you really got to sit down and think about. It's like, hey, does this make sense morally, financially, all this sort of stuff, right? Like it's way more than just like a black and white kind of like answer is very gray and you really need to think about it in a very clear mind it's like hey okay what is truly important to me and important to the cat right number 10 of 13 grooming so unlike their canine counterparts who need a physical bath often the average indoor house cat is pretty clean animal They are pristine self-groomers who spend a lot of the day bathing and sleeping, but if you do need to help Kitty out, you can expect to spend an average $50 per visit to the groomer. This could include a bath, nail trim, and a haircut. Now, some groomers may refuse to bathe a cat that has never had an in-home bath before, but they will give you a cat to haircut. Number 11 or 13, travel accessories. So if you want to travel with your cat for some odd reason, you need to prepare, especially during the pandemic. For those traveling by car, you need to invest in good travel care that includes a litter box, food and water bowls, and a harness if you plan to help let your cat stretch its legs. Now you can buy an extra large portable cat cage that includes a litter box on Amazon.com for roughly $50 and a cat Harness for about $20. Or you and your cat can travel by plane. Delta and United allow you to carry on small dogs and cats for $125 each way on domestic flights. And due to COVID-19, American Airlines is no longer allowing checked pets. So let's say, for example, I plan to bring my cat, Nikon, home to my parents for the winter holidays. I spend $250 on Nikon's very own round-trip airfare from Washington, D.C. to Michigan and back. 12 or 13, apartment fees. So renters have another fee to look out for if they decide to adopt a cat. Apartment fees. You may be responsible for a pet deposit fee and or a monthly pet surcharge added to your rent. Similar to putting down a deposit when you first move into a new complex, The pet deposit covers any damages that your beloved kitty may cause, and it may be refundable. According to a pet finder survey, pet deposits can range from 40% to 85% of the cost of one month's rent, and you may also pay what's known as pet rent, generally about $50 a month. And again, this is the thing that you got to really understand, especially when it comes to cats, right? Like more people are a little bit more uh, lenient when it comes to dogs, but specifically cats, they understand that it just takes a cat one time to pee on one thing and that area is basically ruined or it's going to cost a very large amount of money to try to remove that scent, stain, all that kind of stuff, right? Because it's just like it stains everything. 
So be sure to know your apartment's policy before bringing home a new pet. Some landlords may not have a fee at all. For example, I've lived in a complex that had pet deposits and pet rent, while my current place of residence has neither. 13 of 13, companionship, which is priceless. So if these initial numbers have you thinking cat adoption is out of your reach, it's not. Remember, you can save on many of these costs by simply adopting from a shelter that includes a lot of the aforementioned startup costs. So use your local animal shelter and the internet to point you in the right direction for low-cost care and keep your cat as healthy as possible with food, water, and exercise. You also want to squirrel away extra money when available to help cover any unexpected emergency visits, which again, creating a side emergency fund just for your pet. As for me, I budget roughly $800 to $1,000 a year on my Nikon, as I sometimes get him extra toys and treats. And remember, your rewards, cat kisses, and cuddles are priceless. So feel free to give your thoughts as to what you think of this. Stay tuned for more episodes like this. But again, a lot of people don't understand that pets do actually have a cost, right? Not to mention, there's also a cost, which wasn't mentioned in this article, that lists say that your pet, whether it be a cat or a dog, ends up harming another person, right? You could be liable for that, okay? You could potentially be sued for that, and depending on the state, country, and all that kind of stuff, or county, you could actually be arrested for that. And that's something to really understand as well, right? Like, there's always a risk when you end up doing anything, but make sure that you are in a position where you could be a blessing to the cat or dog, and that cat or dog could be a blessing to you instead of a curse, right? Because if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you should not be getting an animal, right? And the reason for that is because the quality of life that you're going to give to that animal is not going to be great, right? Like if you're barely functioning as like a human being, if you're barely able to even feed yourself, what makes you think that you're going to be able to provide a good life for this animal, right? Now that being said, if you know you find a cat or dog that's basically emancipated or basically you know passing away on the side of the street and you take it to a vet and you save it, Obviously, their quality of life is going to be better than what it was, what it would be, right? Like, that's an extreme example, right? But again, you still want this experience with, like, a cat or a dog to be a true blessing. You don't want to be stressed. Animals can pick up on that, and they're going to react to that as well, right? So you should basically, like, lead in, like, this relationship with, like, an animal with, like, a position of strength and abundance because you want to basically be able to take care of it however you want as much as you want right so just keep that in mind it's way more complicated than like oh i just want a cat or i don't want a cat it's way more complicated than that but people just end up basically just doing it and not really thinking of the consequences like another example of this even though you know we're talking about cats Another example of this is people who end up having kids just because they want to have kids, right? 
Not everyone should end up having kids, especially if you're living like paycheck to paycheck, because what quality of life are you actually going to give that kid? It's the same way to think about what quality of life are you going to give to your cat, right? And it might seem like a small amount of money in the grand scheme of things, right? Because, you know, like $50 a month, $100 a month, maybe even $200 a month, it doesn't really seem that pricey. But if you're living paycheck to paycheck, this could literally determine whether or not you're like homeless, right? This could determine whether or not you're going to be going into debt every single month, right? Meaning you're going to have more stress, meaning you're going to have more of a likelihood to act out on your pet, right? Because we've all seen people, whether it be in the news or in personal lives, where you've seen someone act out towards an animal that didn't even really do anything right and the reason for that could be from the financial stress or all these other stresses combined with having the stress of taking care of another being that just adds on and they pretty much just can't handle it but if you're in a position of abundance right of a more like stress-free mentality then you could take care of a cat and even if the cat were to do something like destroy like your furniture or something because it peed on it yeah it's going to suck but you're not going to be really mad at it you're not going to hit it you're just going to be like okay well i'm going to probably get very cheap furniture next time and i'm going to train the cat to not pee on the furniture right that's something to really think about and a lot of people don't pay attention to the possibilities the negative possibilities when it comes to taking care of another organism. So we'll see you in future episodes. If you need help with getting out of debt and managing your money better so that you can have a more free life and come from like a place of abundance so that if you were to get a pet, this isn't that big of a deal to you, then go check out 40 and learn how to get out of debt. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.